For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn. The prophet of third Isaiah speaks directly to God and to the whole world. I will not keep silent on behalf of the exiled Israelites, a broken people, captives far from home, many perhaps having given up hope that God was even listening. Now the rest of the passage, for sure, sings out about the promise of victory, of God's unfailing covenant, like a joyful marriage. But I'd like us to stay with this first verse. For the sake of Zion, I will not be silent. For who or for what will you not be silent? Martin Luther King Jr. said that our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. For the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., it was peace and justice, equality and nonviolence. Born in 1929, he would be 90 years old now. For the sake of his African-American brothers and sisters, he began his prophetic life, initially speaking out against the inequality of racism. His message developed into a global cry against poverty, against the capitalist war machine, a message so bold and so loud He was killed before he turned 40. For the sake of our God-given humanity, for all people beloved of God the Creator, Martin Luther King Jr. said, I will not be silent. Where is the promise of victory in the things that he spoke about? Yesterday, Nathan Phillips, a proud U.S. veteran of the Vietnam War and elder of the Omaha Native people, spoke out for the sake of the original Americans, only to be mocked by young, white, Catholic men. Phillips continued to play his drum in spite of the taunts, reminding all of us about our actual American heritage. For the sake of America, I will not be silent. Phillips said, I heard them saying, build that wall, build that wall. You know, he said, this is indigenous land. We're not supposed to have walls here. We never did for millennia before anybody else came here. 
is the promise of hope in our land, of hope for the end of hatred, of real, actual faith in our young people who will be the next leaders. For the sake of creation, I will not be silent. That is Mary Oliver, beloved poet who died this week at 83. She walked every morning for many years in silent prayer, observing on our behalf the beauty of creation and then sharing it in poems. Here's morning poem. Every morning the world is created. Under the orange sticks of the sun, the heaped ashes of the night turn into leaves again and fasten themselves to the high branches, and the ponds appear like black cloth on which are painted islands of summer lilies. If it is your nature to be happy, you will swim away along the soft trails for hours, your imagination alighting everywhere. And if your spirit carries within it the thorn that is heavier than lead, it's all you can do to keep on trudging. There is still somewhere deep within you a beast shouting that the earth is exactly what it wanted. Each pond with its blazing lilies is a prayer heard and answered lavishly every morning. Whether or not you have ever dared to be happy, whether or not you have ever dared to pray. For the sake of creation, I will not be silent, she says. For what or for whom will you not be silent? St. Paul reminds us all this morning that there are many gifts, a variety of gifts, given to each of us through the Holy Spirit. How do you use your gifts? to speak into the conversation the prophet invites us to. In our gospel reading, Jesus turns water into wine as his first miracle. He had gifts that are different from ours. But in people like Martin Luther King, Mary Oliver, the writer of John's Gospel, the prophet Isaiah, poetry and prophecy are intertwined. Poets and prophets talk about things that are beyond the surface of what we see. I think that's what's going on with this miracle. Jesus doesn't flash it around, but the disciples are paying attention and they see and because they see this sign, this thing that points to a reality beyond what's going on on the surface, they believe 
and we know what happens next. They go out and live their lives, and they are not silent. They proclaim the good news, the good news of God in Christ to all that they meet. So how do we see the signs, and how do we be the signs? It starts with our voices. For what or for whom will you not be silent? Amen.